from them everything. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? This is Paul from Face Last Fight. I'm listening to MHOG Podcast right now. Check him out. And we're back. Welcome to the MHOG Podcast. I am your host, Wayne. And this guy sitting next to me. I am your host, Buck. And he- yeah, yeah, just go with it. You don't have to ask a question every time. No, I was going to say, you don't give a fuck. That's what I was going to say. Oh, uh, okay. I wasn't going to ask you a question this time. Okay, every time you're like, that's who you're going to be this That's who you're going to be this one, huh? No, that was just the last two cast, asshole. That's all. Oh, there's more than that. <laughs> Sorry. And who are you, Mr. Uh, guy over I'm there? I'm the rum guy. All right. And today we have our special guest, Mr. Paul Englehart from the band Fate's Last... Say it. Fate's last fight. There you go. Fate's last fight. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I want to go through all of our casts and see who are the special guests and who are just the regular guests. Well, the regular guests are, are just... Fuck the regular guests. Yeah, regular guests are people like that always come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like Lottie and all the, They're not really special. Lottie comes all over everything. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fate's last fight. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's, yeah, man. Let's uh, rough it up and tell goofy it. Tell these... <laughs> Tell these people about your band, man. Tell go ahead, go for it. Oh yeah, Face Last Fight. We're four guys from Auburn, Maine, and we got some really good things going on right now. Uh, we're getting ready to do a New England run with uh, the national band Losing September. Oh, nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. What would they replace it with? The what? They're losing September. What they would replace it with? I know, right? <laughs> what about? They're four cool cats. I'll tell you right now: Bruce, awesome. Nick, uh, Ben, and uh, Cody. Those guys, I've jammed with them before, and they're awesome. They get a great sound, and I know all of us in Faith Last Fight, we were pretty grateful when they added us on to the Sinister Guitar Picks Revolution Tour uh, to do the New England run. We're doing like 10 shows with them, and you know we're pretty excited about that. And then uh, we head to Staten Island in uh, New York City in August. Awesome. Uh, after a little hiatus during August, I got to take some time off. I got a new baby coming. So. Oh, congrats, man. From yeah, China? New, new little boy. Oh, all right. Wow. Yeah, and I'm supposed to leave four days after the baby comes to head to New York. Uh, we're uh, headlining the Northeast Music Fest there. And then it's uh, back home to rock out as direct support for Saving Abel. Oh, wow. Nice, Sweet. dude. That's cool. Yeah, so we got a lot of good things coming our way. And uh, you know, we've had a lot of labels talk to us. And, you know, we're going to see what happens. The guys in the band are great. You know, uh, Zach, our singer, actually just got married today. At uh, one o'clock, nice. Uh, yeah, he's a newlywed. They're partying it all up, and uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, "I'm going home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because over. Yeah, I remember we were talking. I was like, "Well, maybe we're gonna have to do it where you're at the, the wedding." I thought that'd have been fucking funny, man. Yeah, oh, dude, I, I totally had the laptop there. I was like, <laughs> "All ready to go." I looked at Zach, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, like uh, we may be running a podcast here." He's like, "Oh." Holy Crap, he said that'd be fun. Yeah, let's all let's pass okay. us around to his wife. Right. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, you know. 
I know That's we're awesome. gonna try to head your way pretty soon. Uh, we're actually talking to a couple of bands about a uh, whole uh, no, um, Maine to Florida tour. Oh, so, sweet! Well, that, that would be good. Totally working on it right now. It's all in the works. Uh, we'll be jamming with uh, a lot of the guys that'll be involved in that coming up in October. Uh, we'll be jamming with Altered, uh, Graven Image, Enchanter. Uh, we're doing a kind of a music fest going on up here. Yeah, uh, you know, twelve bands one day. We're gonna just wow. it out and kill it. That's gonna be a long day. I have a question about Maine. Yeah, shoot. Is it everything I've fantasized about? I hate it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know this? I'm from New York. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. I'm from New York. I love my I love my pies, and uh, yeah, I know. Go there with that one. I know you guys will. <laughs> uh, he loves his pies, baby. Yeah, uh, I like pie. Know, well, you do have a son coming, so I like, figured that much. Do you like right. chocolate pie or lemon meringue? Oh, no way, man. Cherry, all the way. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, man, I miss the food. Uh, I miss the hectic lifestyle. Uh, the only good thing about Maine is uh, my lovely girls up here, and uh, I got mm. some, my kids are up here, and we have lobster. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's a plus. Well, down here in the south, you know, with what with it being like fucking a hundred degrees, no matter what time of year it is, yeah. most of the time. Oh, look! It's January. It's nine hundred degrees outside. Awesome. Like this morning <laughs> at eight a.m., I, I I wanted to just take off all my clothes in the street and like hose myself down with yeah. whatever I came across, even if I had to use my dick. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it was really hot. So we see pictures of Maine, and uh, pretty much everyone I know is like, it's "Man, so it would be great to." Yeah, I want to move there. It, it, no, it, it, it's it's nice here, you know. Um, you know, I'm about, probably about a half hour from the ocean. Nice. Uh, we get some like really cool beaches, you know. You take the kids up. Uh, you got the mountains right here. We can go hiking. All mm-hmm. good kinds of good stuff, you know. We shoot deer. Uh, Whereabouts in Maine are you? Oh, we're in Auburn, Maine. We're um. Uh, how far right. is that from Bar Harbor? It wow. figures Rum would know the one town with the word bar in it. <laughs> well, that, that, believe it or not, the bars are not that great there. Um, <laughs> Portland's the place to go. We're about a half hour north of Portland. Uh, oh, okay. Bar Harbor, we're probably, I'd say, roughly 45 minutes or so. Mm, okay, cool. okay. Yep. Wherever I, that I is. used to spend a lot of time up in Bar Harbor. Yeah. Um, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird town. Rob, where did that accent come from? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like you just you just popped up some weird accent all of a sudden there. Rob. Like, oh, sorry. It's been a while since I've been in Baba. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I slipped into Northern. Sorry. Sorry. Slipped into North. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, right. Yeah, hey, he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. I was literally I was born in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, but I only lived there until I was like eight months old, so I don't claim it. I claim New York. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Then you were I like, I lived, getting I the fuck out of here. Briefly. <laughs> uh, spent a lot of time up in Maine and then ended up back down here in Georgia. There's nothing wrong with Georgia. No, no, it's, a, it's not. I'm in Savannah. It's a good, it's a good town. You have a nice music scene here, too. Yeah, um, I went to, believe it or not, um, I got clean when I was in Piedmont at the Piedmont Hospital down there in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, crap. That was almost 11 years ago. No, awesome, awesome. Did you lose a loofah? Did you lose a loofah? 
I'm totally being honest about it. That was a bad time of my life, you know. Oh, I bet, dude. I grew up son of a Baptist minister, totally caked in ink and, you know, wearing a mohawk and playing metal and got to love it, you know. Uh -huh. Apple in my parents' eye right there. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, it's all good. They love it. They think it's, they think it's great. You know, hey, as long as you do what you're happy, I mean, how can they, how can they, you know, say anything bad about it? Well, oh. they, they, they support it, and, uh, you know, I, I get the lecture, you know, my mom's uh, half Italian, half Polish, so I always get the little, you know, she's like four feet tall. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she always gives me the lecture anytime I see her, you know, she's always like, oh, you got tattoos, you know? Yeah, mom. Um, I've had them for, you know, a couple years, you know, they, 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 they've been around. <laughs> every time I see her, they live out in Colorado, and I love my mom and dad, so no one take offense to that. My mom and dad rule. Um, <laughs> but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they, uh, they get on me a little bit about the tattoos and some of the music, but other than that, you know. Well, they wouldn't be parents if they didn't, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be parents, you that's know. Right. And uh, speaking of my mom, my mom just texts me. <laughs> She's like, you got tattoos, huh? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta uh, say, there's nothing more metal than familial love and respect. That's right. That is parental well, endorsement. I was gonna say with no. that with that combination of Italian and Polish, I'm assuming you ate well when you were a kid. Oh dear God, I'm so sick of pasta. Uh, <laughs> my mom can cook, and my mom taught me and my brother how to cook. You know, my brother's a uh, classically trained French chef now, and uh, wow. Oh, you know, it, it's awesome, you know, because they, they all cook. I love to cook at home. Uh, my girl, Gabrielle, she don't she don't cook. She hates to cook. So mm -hmm. I do all that lovely cooking stuff. So yeah. when we're on the road, I'm sure I'll take care of the guys, and I'll be cooking all kinds <laughs> of stuff. You know. Well, yeah, then come down here and feed us. Yeah, yeah, you got to come down here for sure then. You know, you... Oh, man, what do you, what do you want? You know, <laughs> food. What you got? What? <laughs> what's your... What's your uh... Should we stand up and show you our guts? We we can eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. What 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 would you consider your best dish that you can make? Wow. Uh, I would have to say ultimately would have to be if I went with Polish food, it would be pierogies. Yes. Nice. I love making pierogies. Uh, takes me two days to get them made, but you know. <laughs> You're going to make the dough one day, my filling, and then, you know, do it all up. Uh, well, if then, you're going to do it right, though, you know, you oh, got yeah. to take that time. Uh, and then, like, my homemade pasta. Mm. So, you know, I make my own sauce. I make my own pasta. Uh, so. I'm mad you are. You're freaking renaissance I man. I make a killer meatloaf. I put barbecue sauce and cheese in it. Really? Hmm. Who doesn't like barbecue sauce? No one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everybody likes barbecue sauce, man. Yeah. Top that suck with bacon. Morning. You got it. Uh, oh yeah, bacon. Jeez, <laughs> I was eating bacon this morning. They're like there, and we were getting uh, eating breakfast, and you know they're having bowls of cereal, and I'm like sitting there making egg sausage and bacon, and just looking at me like, yeah, you're gonna die one of these days. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks. Yeah. Love you too. <laughs> well, without uh, without bacon, life is hell anyway. That's right. That's why the Muslims are all pissed off because they can't have bacon. <laughs> Well, that, that's the thing. I, I swear to God, that's got to be it. I mean, bacon is what makes the world go around. All right. You don't eat bacon or pussy? I don't like that culture. Fuck that. <laughs> Krispy Kreme donut. That's right. I love. I, we don't have Krispy Kreme up here, and whenever I'm around a Krispy Kreme, I totally stock up. I love them. Uh, 
And I got to say, I love Paula Dean because she made the ultimate breakfast sandwich one time. Uh, we were on the road, and she made one with two Krispy Kreme donuts, a sausage patty, egg, and bacon. Yes. Oh, come on. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Heart attack sandwich right there. Yeah. Cup of coffee, maybe a Corona at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd be good, you know? <laughs> well, if you ever head down to... Uh, 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 Georgia, you can go eat at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, sure, the food will kill you down there. Holy oh, crap. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, as soon as you walk up to a restaurant, it smells like butter and mayonnaise. I was about to say, they just got a, they got a vat of butter in the Let's back. go back to Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate, but I'm hungry again. Let's go. We, uh, Let's do I got this. the rider for Saving Able and, uh, from the booking agency. And when I booked the show, and it was hilarious. I'm like reading it, and they're like, "Yeah, we need a large sandwich and cheese platter, a loaf of a one-pound loaf of bread," and they were like, "Condiments: yellow mustard, brown mustard, mayonnaise is underlined three times and capitalized, <laughs> and it says ketchup." And I was like, "Oh, I love these guys, you know." You know what you should do? You should get Miracle Whip just to fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> My roadie asked me that. He was over here. We're doing our whole marathon of Walking Dead, and we're sitting at the, the dinner table, and, you know, all of us are having dinner, and he goes, do you believe in Miracle Whip? And I just looked at him, and I was like, dude, you're fired. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that Miracle shit's whip. disgusting, dude. I love I, Miracle I, Whip. Of course you do. I don't get it. I don't get no. it either, dude. It's, it's, it's nasty. I've never had it. I don't know. How is it, how is it nasty? Oh, oh it nasty. Yeah. <laughs> a sandwich just isn't a sandwich. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, it is. It's it's better sandwich without it. It's a better sandwich. And that's like, then we got into the big discussion about bread. Like, I can't stand white bread. It always gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. Because it's, it's that sticky. Mushy. Yeah. How much bread do you shove in your mouth at one time? Uh, I, I like, I may not look it, but I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I am a total fat kid. You know? uh, He's a skinny. Oh yeah, you want to compare? Come on, come on! Oh, no, 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 no. no I'm, a, I'm a skinny package. You know what I do? And and my wife laughed because when we first met, she didn't believe me. Um, I told her because we were talking. You know, you're on a date and you're talking about these weird things. You know, and she goes, "What's something weird that you do?" And I was like, "Well, I said this will end our whole history right here." And I said, "I buy those cakes at like Walmart and the grocery store that are like eight by eleven. And it's right. got to be marble cake with that sweet-ass frosting. Not that crap Cool Whip stuff. It's got to be the good stuff. Right. And then you guys don't have them. But when I come to Georgia, I'll bring you some Humpty Dumpty barbecue potato chips. I remember uh, those. I have no idea what that is, but I cannot wait to try I remember that. those chips. I can wait. Well, those things are good. <laughs> those are good. And I sit down with <laughs> the fork, and I start eating the cake, and then I start eating chips out of the bag. and start eating the cake, and I'll, I'll sit down for like two hours and mow on that. <laughs> oh yeah, I am a total fat kid. When it, when it comes to cake, I will pass up anything just to. He's eat just cake. gonna stick you in front of a computer with World of Warcraft on it, and you're set. Yeah, you're good to go for the rest of your life. Never played World of Warcraft in my life. <laughs> you got half the game right there. Just yeah, eat cake, it. cake and potato really? chips. All you need is energy drink in the game, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got I got the monster logo tattooed right on me. I you know totally rocked that out. That's what I'm talking you know? about. At least you Got drink. At least you drink a good energy drink. So how? Yeah. Uh, getting. I wanted to get back to your band and everything. Yeah. How did? How did you guys come to be? I mean, wh- how did you guys form? Well, they started uh, about four years ago, 
and uh, they've, they've been through a few lineup changes, and uh, I had come home from uh, touring with another band, and I was back up in Maine, and I started a small little local band where I was singing, and uh, just got tired of the, the BS and drama, you know, I mean, uh, as the wife put it, more drama between three of the band members in the band than a whole high school cheerleading squad. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure that'll piss them off, but I really don't care. You know, we don't, we don't talk anyway. Um, but I, face uh, last fight was looking for a bass player and I've known the guys and I jammed with them a few times, you know, at different shows with our band and, you know, just a good rapport with them. And, uh, they were like, Hey, I'm a guitar player. And they were like, Hey, you want to come play bass? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll come rock out some bass with you. And, uh, I was just going in really to help them out uh, while they look for someone. Because, like I said, I'm a guitar player. And uh, we just we click on all cylinders. Uh, we put off a great stage show, uh, a lot of energy, a um, little, you know, little craziness. They, they kept me tethered right to my amp uh, for a few months uh, before they unleashed me onto uh, the hordes of their fans because uh, <laughs> they get a little crazy. Uh, someone just asked me at a show we just played recently, uh, they were like, were you really moshing plugged into your amp? And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm up there, I'm totally plugged in, moshing on stage and having a good time with it. And uh, we uh, got together and that's it. Now uh, the lineup is set and, uh, you know, it was, it was a fluke thing, you know, for us to actually get together. And uh, I've been with the guys. Uh, since the beginning of 2014 full-time, and uh, it, it's a blast. It, it, we just all get along. Like I said, we were all at the wedding today, just having a good time, laughing. Uh, I think we actually, the wives and girlfriends were a little upset because I think we actually talked more music uh, between us than we did anything else. You know, smoked a ton of cigarettes and talked <laughs> music the whole entire time. You well, that's know? what you do, man. That's what you do. That's, that's required. It, it is, you know, we got some, like I said, we got some really good things going and, uh, it, it's amazing the, the fun stuff that's happening and, you know, to be part of it, uh, you know, we've actually had some different record labels hit us up, uh, some minor ones, none of the majors, you know, um, I don't expect anybody from, uh, oh, what's that band? Nickel hack there, uh, <laughs> ever those idiots, but, or anything, you know, through Roadrunner, but, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Roadrunner. Road, yeah. Road, oh yeah. I can forget. Yeah, I keep forgetting that they're on Roadrunner. Yeah, I think if they called us, I'd tell them to go get bent. But uh, that would be, you know, Roadrunner used to be the label, man. That was the. It used to be, and then now you got Nickel Hack on there, and I just, you know, I don't, you know. How did they get on that? They got on there because uh, Roadrunner was falling in the dump, and they needed a band to make them money, and yep. then that's basically what they did. They put them on the label. Because I mean, and, there's, um, everybody was on Roadrunner for at one point. I mean, everything, you know, I mean, any band you could think of, if, you know, that was the label to get on if you were. Especially just coming out, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Roadrunner used to be the ultimate label, and I mean, it was awesome. Uh, some of the bands they used to have on that were just like you. You just sat back and you're like, "Holy shit!" You yeah, know, I mean, like Fear, oh, fact, Fear awesome. Factory. You've got the lineup, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we've got a few minor labels, and uh, we've turned some down, and we're just looking for the right deal. You know, uh, we don't want a full ride. We don't need a full ride. You know, uh, we let our our music do our talking for us. You know, uh, someone some. People ask us all the time, you know, oh, you know, you guys don't say a lot. and You know, no, not really. You know, come to a live show uh, and, and, you know, even hit up our reverb. We got a couple great tunes on there. We got more that are getting ready to be released. Uh, we're actually working on our album right now. Awesome. Uh, 
we have uh, Defiance Films up here in Maine. Uh, it's a small film company, independent, that's actually shooting our first official video. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's, uh, for our, it's for our song In Suspense. Uh, mm-hmm. In Suspense is about actually about a pedophile. Um, I, know, I would say that. cool, but that would sound so fucked up. No, but I know I would know exactly what you mean. You know, and I, you know, um, but we do. We uh, we it's something that's kind of near and dear to us that we want to. You know, it's one of the things you bring attention to. Uh, sure. We don't like it. We hate it. The song's all about how how much we hate it, and uh, it's a really killer tune. Uh, the guys and me, we kind of sat down. We have the concept for the video, and next week we're sitting down with the film company and. Uh, Going through the whole concept, uh, getting our site locations done, and uh, we're going to shoot up our first official video and uh, go have a little fun with it, you know? That should be awesome, dude. It'll be a good time. Yeah, I mean, we can't wait. We're just, you know, we're itching really bad to, you know, show the world what we got. And uh, it's our music does our talking. We're punk metal, and we're pretty out there, you know? I'm, I'm the crazy-looking guy on stage. Uh <laughs> I have fun with it. Uh, you know, the Avengers talk that we do while we're at, you know, at shows and at band practices, hilarious, you know. One of us is usually wearing Captain America or the Joker. Or, you know, we're always wearing crazy stuff. and um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, hey, why not, man? And yeah. Captain America rules, so, you know, I gotta... So I, t- I take it you like the two movies that came out? Ah, love the movies. All right. <laughs> love the movies. Love them, love them, love them. Thor was awesome. Uh... The Avengers awesome. Iron Man is awesome. The Dark Knight series rocks. You know, uh, a little ticked off about the whole Transformers thing. I don't. I haven't gone to see the new one yet, and I don't think I am. You know, I don't know. I'm, so, I'm I probably going to see. Are you upset that Shiloh LaBeouf's not in it? Aren't you? <laughs> Actually, he did a good job. I, I'm kind of glad that Megan Fox isn't in. It. I think she's. A, I'll just be honest. Okay, I, I think she is. You know, numb as a box of rocks. You know, uh, yeah, interviews yeah. with her, and I'm like, really? Yeah, you're pretty, but that's all you got, lady. Yep, so. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably end up going to see the the new Transformers. I think I'm gonna see it, it Monday looks, night. It looks good. I don't know. I mean, I, I, good. I, I, I mean, think you got the, Marky Mark in it, so geez, the that's world, true. The world that's true. <laughs> I mean, he did, saves the there world. There was a scene everything. in the in the trailer where he's, uh, which I I found kind of uh, well, it's unrealistic. That's not even the right word. We're talking about Transformers, but. Um, <laughs> One, um, I guess, one of the Transformers uh, swings a sword at him, and he's up against the wall, and he pulls up. He has like a like a pipe or another sword or something, and he's holding off the Transformer as he's pushing down on the sword. I'm like, you're talking about the sword gun. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It but he's is, holding he's holding the Transformer. It's a pipe. Yeah, it's on hand to hand combat. <laughs> Please tell me that um, good vibrations are playing at the same time because mm. that would be so fucking awesome. Would, hey, okay. Feel it's it. A feel good it. vibration. <laughs> and he's fighting fucking Transformers. Mm. I'm sure that meme is coming. Wave at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, robots ride dinosaurs in this movie. That's okay? all. That's another. I wasn't set. gonna go see it, and then I saw the trailer, and I'm like. All right, a robot rides a dinosaur. All right, I'll go see that. Uh, I've been watching on Netflix. I, I watch a lot of Netflix. I've also been watching the old G.I. Joe cartoon. Oh, yeah, hands down. Fantastic. Uh, Excuse me. The wife just looked at me. I put one on. She looked at me, and she was like, really? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, but if I put My Little Pony on, then, uh, you know, they're all going to run to My Little Pony. But no. <laughs> Like, I'm all set, you know. I'll watch my G.I. Joe, how lame it is, and, you know, have a good time with it. And 
You know? Oh, it's 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 awful, but whatever. It's it's the greatest TV mm. cartoon ever. I watch oh, every yeah. one of them. We, totally. we we had this conversation a little while ago about how cartoons have changed so much. They're right. You know, the old ones like that. The older ones like that are are. There should be more of a demand for that style and that type of. There's no cartoons with a a moral anymore. That you, you used to watch something like GI Joe. There was always a lesson to be learned. That sort of thing. It was <laughs> yeah, cool for no kids. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now it's you know, dancing, but, fat fuzzy things, dude, making up their own language. I'm dude, like, cartoons have gotten better than they were when we were kids. They have not. They absolutely have. Okay. There's way more better cartoons uh, now. Morning. What? Where's Bugs Bunny? Thank you. See, I had the same argument, man. About uh, there, actually, morning. there actually is there actually is a Looney Tunes cartoon. But there's currently. no Saturday morning cartoons, dude. That's no, the problem. Who gives a fuck? You can watch it whenever you want. We do. Why? What does it matter whether you watch it? Do you want to be up at 8 a.m. on Saturday? No, but kids might. All right, then. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this the five and a half year old literally walked into the bedroom this morning at like six. Mm-hmm. You know, going, yeah. hey, I'm awake, I'm awake. It's like, oh, dear God, really? <laughs> See, now you can't put the babysitter on and let your kid watch cartoons. Yes, but you can because there are cartoons on at all times. You just have to have the channels. Exactly. And if you don't or have Net- it, or Netflix. And yeah, now no, you're no. going to have the Cartoon Network and TV Land. Thank and- you. Oh, God. Y'all are so fucking old, seriously. <sighs> but ca- cartoons in general have gotten way better since since we were Wrong. kids. I, I just don't think they have. All right, na- name name your top say ten cartoons from from your childhood. God damn, name ten. How yeah, goddamn, name ten. He man, he man, GI Joe, uh, GI Joe, Thundercat. Yep, Transformers. Trans, the original Transformers. Yes, man. Like yes. This new one, I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, Heathcliff. The Jetsons. The Jetsons. Heathcliff. That was good. Uh, Heathcliff was a riot. Have Fat Albert. Yes. Oh my god, yeah, I haven't seen Fat Albert in forever. Have, have y'all actually watched those in the last 20 years? Yes. Uh, yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Because as much as I love Transformers, Transformers, uh, about half of them still hold up. The other half are shit. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorites when I was a kid was, uh, what was it called? Uh, laser Tag. There was a Laser Tag fucking cartoon. Oh, I don't remember that. I saw it. Was, it it was, came... Uh, hmm? Yeah, I remember Laser Tag. I have no idea. It was. It lasted one season. I, it I was, saw it. It was based. You know, it was a cartoon that came out because of the the, the uh, laser tag systems they were selling. Right, at but people still play system. laser tag. It was just. But in my head, it was amazing. I watched that shit about fifteen years ago. I would rather like fucking pick scabs off my cock than watch that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of look, He Man. I fucking was in love with the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. I bought that shit a couple years ago. That shit is not good. Dude, <laughs> dude, you're also yeah. 30 years older than what you were. That's kind of the point. That shit doesn't hold up. But a lot of For the fucking you. modern cartoons fucking hold up year, like years later. Like what? Fucking anything. Justice League. Uh, now that's, now okay. Spectacular Spider-Man. What, were any of the, those on regular channels? Uh no, so exactly. what? Exactly. That's not the fucking point. It's it's a quality. Who gives a fuck what channel it's on or how you watched it? It's because we're talking about fucking. I never Saturday saw Ro- morning cartoons. Is what we're talking about. No, we're games. talking about whether there's better cartoons yeah. now than there was then. No, 
No, I was talking about Saturday. Oh, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so let's talk about your band again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're going to agree to disagree on that. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all are just wrong, and I'm right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three against one, dude. That's it. Yeah, well, one is right. Anyway. What you said, dude? What about Fraggle Rock? You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I I used to love Fraggle Rock. I actually have an episode on iTunes. I can't sit through it, though. I have have the first season on DVD. I, I love it. Yeah. You know? Well, you know. Okay. I, th- I think they. I think what I'm saying is the cartoons then were just. Uh, e- they're great for kids of that age. If you took kids the same age that we, you know, we were, and take this, you know, say if I was 10 years old and watching He-Man, we took a 10 year old and put him in front of He-Man, he'd be like, oh, this is cool. Right. Right. So I can see, you know, if you're 30 or 35 and go back and watch He-Man, you're like, eh, that's kind of lame, no. But, but the cartoons that come out now are good for any age. I'm not going to be watching, sit around watching Teletubby type shit and, no. and. Well, first of all, Teletubbies isn't a cartoon. Well, but that's that everything. So, second of all, what the fuck are we talking about? That's the stuff that comes out on Saturday mornings. Right. It's, I don't think Teletubbies is on anymore. Up in Maine, they have these shows that are like, you know, oh, kids doing good, and they they like highlight three kids and make everybody watching it seem like they're pathetic losers because <laughs> these kids are like. <laughs> oh, well, I, I've raised $10 million for these kids in Africa. You know, your kid's sitting on the couch going, wow, I suck at life, you know? <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and, you know, they got these shows about animals, like animal rescues. I mean, seriously, Saturday morning, that's what we see up here in Maine. That's yeah. what's on TV. Like, really? I don't want to watch animal shows. I want to watch that. I'm going to turn to Animal Planet. I want to see Wiley Coyote getting hit in the head with an anvil, painting a wall of a cave, you know, making it look like a cave. Painting it all up, the road runner run through it, and him bash into That's right. it. I want to see Elmer Fudd screw up trying to shoot Bugs Bunny. And, you know, and you can yeah. because again, there is a Looney Tunes cartoon that's currently <laughs> on the air. Yeah, it's not it's not easily found. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sure. If you don't know it exists, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to find something you don't know exists. I, I you're in Georgia. I'm in Maine, and Maine is a little backward. I, well, actually, Rum's well, in, in Georgia. Georgia. We're, we're in Louisiana. In, uh, uh, down yeah, Louisiana. we're in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You guys are in Louisiana. You guys mm. even got it better down there. Crap. <laughs> mm. uh, no. No. Uh, just just Adam. Just, just Adam. Buck, the Buck has everything better than anybody else. He says as he's looking in the direction of his 50-inch TV. <laughs> just because I have a big you, TV. You know how big my TV is? This big. Yeah. This what what is that? Ten inches? Really? Hey, some people like bragging. ten inches. Yeah. Yeah. Now 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 you're bragging. That that you know. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, it's not even my TV. It's you borrowed. That? You heard that, huh, ladies? That's pretty <laughs> bad. Inches. If you got to borrow a ten-inch TV, though, dude. That seriously? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mostly uh, I mostly watch shit on like iTunes and stuff like that. You know. Right. You know, I mostly watch everything you know on Netflix. The but if I'm in the bedroom, you know, I got a 32-inch in the bedroom, so. Mm. All right. <laughs> now I'm bragging. Nah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. There it is. No, Your wife's on the other end of the camera going, no. Nah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Lies! <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, so uh, when does when's this tour start again? When's your well, big tour? Yeah, we're actually starting off that tour on uh, July 5th is when we're hooking up with uh, Losing September. And, uh, that's next that's, Saturday, that's, folks. It's right around the corner. 
Yeah. Oh, I'd like to make a recommendation when you when you replace September. How's about Impogtober? There you go. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Impogtober. You, you know, uh, they do. They call all their fans losers. It's awesome. It's so That's cool. When, <laughs> when a band can sit there and they do this, and everyone's like, "We're losers." Dude, I mean, you, you know you've got it when the fans are even sitting there telling you that they're losers, you know. And I love losing September, and, you know, God bless them, and they're a great group of guys, and uh, we just can't wait to rock it out with them. I mean, that's going to uh, be awesome. Really, really cool places, and uh, some small places, and some bigger venues, and all different kinds of stuff going on. So uh, it'll be fun. We're playing with a couple of local main bands, too, who are going to be rocking out with us Render, Dark Rain. Uh, look out for them. They're actually playing with Saving Able with us. Oh, cool. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, they're great, great rock bands, and uh, they're all original and uh, going places. And so we're kind of sticking together, doing our own little thing. And, you know, I got to throw a shout out, obviously, to uh, my boys down in Florida at Sinister Guitar Picks. You know, they're one of our official sponsors. And, you know, I got to throw, throw some love their way. Oh hell yeah, dude! Best metal edge picks ever. Wear one around my neck every day, and I actually <laughs> tattooed it. I tattooed it on my leg. Me and the owner Joe got into this huge conversation about it. Who's going to tattoo the logo first? And uh, so I said, "Screw you!" and hit up the tattoo artist and uh, had him do it up. And I sent him a picture and was like, "F you, I'm first, you know." So <laughs> yeah, you know, gotta love it. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. You guys. I'm, I'm- I'm looking forward to you guys moving, uh, uh, bringing the show a little bit closer to the south. I'd love yeah. to come see y'all. That's what I said. I was going to oh. say, man, y'all need to try to come down here, man. Oh, we are. And uh, the guys from Altered are from Kentucky. So uh, we're going to be. Everybody's Altered in Kentucky. Coming down that way. Uh, we're working on a lot of dates and trying to figure out some logistics to get us down that way and bring them back up this way. And cool. uh, once we get it all down, we're. You know, full on. We were actually talking about it at the wedding today. We want to do uh, anywhere between 30 and 40 shows in about 50 days up and down the East Coast. So, uh, straight up, bring it on in. And when we hit your areas, obviously, you guys are going to get those nice VIP passes. Come hang out and we'll party it up as long as you definitely. drink Corona. Oh, yeah, so definitely. On. Yeah, totally. With lemon. Okay, all right. Not a problem. Yeah, I don't do the lime thing. No limes? Do you, do you drink Guinness at all? Actually, no. Uh, no, I've had it. it it's all right. I, you know, it's like eating, it's, it's like sitting down and eating a steak and potatoes when you drink Guinness. <laughs> it is a meal in a cup. Heavy. It is you know? heavy, dude. Guinness. I mean, it's good. I drink Shipyard Export. I don't know you guys get Shipyard down there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally rock out Shipyard Export. That stuff. That stuff's pretty good too. Uh, the guys in the band. It was funny. Our first show I ever played with them was hilarious. Uh, I was sitting there drinking, 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 and. Uh, they were like, really, dude? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine, you know. You know, Seven Coronas in, you know, we take the stage, and we get done playing. They look up on the one speaker. We played a half an hour set, and on the one speaker on the front of the stage, you know, five bottles of Corona. They were like, <laughs> like, did you really drink all that during the show? I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not a heavy drinker either, and that, that's a good bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, his name's the rum guy. He's not a heavy fucking drinker. Yeah, Believe I, that yeah, shit. Stupid say, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Oh, hey, rum and Diet Coke is the way to go. I think. It is. Because, you know, you got to watch your figure. Well, yeah. Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend that used to drink rum and Diet Coke. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? You know? <laughs> Diet Coke? Like, seriously? And, watching, uh, her, watching her figure. Yeah. 
you know, because the alcohol's not going to be heavy on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in Maine, uh, they what is it that they drink all the time? Uh, it's coffee brandy. Coffee That's brandy. Ugh. Yeah. Coffee brandy and milk together. Oh. <laughs> coffee no, it's, brandy it's sounds bad. like a two dollar hooker. Yeah, it's really. Bad. It's it's it's, uh, it's not as uh, creamy as a uh, as like Semen? a Lua. Oh, that milk. <laughs> it's, it's more like a De Serrano. The sailors say coffee brandy. You're a fine girl. Fine girl. For two dollars, I'll have your ass. Yeah. I want to drink some absolute straight up. There you go. With my beer, I'm a happy man. Nah, I'm a Jägermeister guy. You're you're you're, you're part Polish, am I correct? You you did yes, say I that. am I am part Polish. So. Then you should be drinking a good Polish potato vodka. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not, the, Luke, not the absolute. You need some Lucas Soa. I don't know what just happened, but the podcast just got weird really quickly. I don't. He was like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I vodka. So it must be the Polish thing in me there, you know. Uh, drinking the vodka, having a good time with that. I get yeah. funny on that shit. I get mean on Jack, so I just leave it alone. That's probably good, yeah. Yeah, my last band found that out. I was drinking Jack, and the one guy was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, whatever, you know. You're a dick. (laughs) Mean on Jack's a good band name. Yeah, it would be good. Actually, a good band name would be Four Nuns and a Pyro. Four Nuns (laughs) and a Pyro. (laughs) Think about this, though. You're driving down the road. And you see it on a billboard, four nuns in a pyro. What's the reaction you're going to think of when you see that? You're going to go, oh, man, that's a train wreck waiting to happen. i got to go check this shit out. Yeah, that would yeah, be a, would, that'd be a good movie title, too. Sounds well, like something Tarantino would do. Yeah. <laughs> it's something Tarantino would do. <laughs> what, burn four nuns? Back into it or something. Lay Royale, and, you know, he'd be all over that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, no, there's a metal band, and this is no joke. I was literally driving down the road in New Hampshire, and we were looking for a, a place to go, and there was a sign outside that said Metal Show. And they their name of their band was The Stallions. Nice. Stallions. Stallions. So me and my buddies actually went in to check this out. We paid the $5 cover, and we were like, oh, we got to see this. Because you better back your shit up if you're going to call yourself Stallions yeah. in a metal you know, you got to have it. It was the worst shit I ever <laughs> heard in my life. I was like, wow. You guys suck. You know, we left like halfway through. We were like, yeah, we're good. Was like, it more like a hair metal? No, they were like trying to play like this death metal stuff. And like the tunings were way off between guitars. The drummer couldn't keep a beat. The singer, yeah. I, I was just like, wow, really? The fucking uh, stallions. I, I thought you were saying that the band's name was Metal Band. Yeah, no, that would have no, 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 been no, cool. Stallion. They were saying they were advertising a metal band and they called themselves the Stallions. I was like, really? You know, what a fucking rip off that. Were one. they wild? No, not at all. Hey, Bill and Ted is probably the best <laughs> movie ever made. <laughs> that shit was real. It could happen. That did and, happen. Uh, they saved us. So, <laughs> I, me and Cody were talking about this uh, and it was hilarious. Me and Maddie. Big Maddie, we're talking, and uh, he he's like, dude, we got to go get the the uh, phone booth tattooed on. I'm a huge Bill and Ted fan, so you know, yeah. I, hey, Bill and Ted cartoon right there, kick ass cartoon. You're there right, it, it was it was a good cartoon <laughs> that no one remembers. Uh, you're actually the second person today that I've heard made like a massive blanket statement, 
like like just a wildly like hyperbolic <laughs> statement about about a decent but otherwise you know whatever movie uh, about an hour ago I was some guy was talking to us about movies and uh, over my other job and uh, the guy's like Days of Future Past is the greatest movie I have ever seen in the history of the universe. It's just no other genre, no other movie ever. Days of Future Past was the fucking greatest. And I was like, okay, I understand the part where you like X-Men Days of Future Past, but you're just way too excited about that shit. Hey, I mean, hey, it's, you know, maybe it changed his life. Yeah. Apparently, good. that's awesome. It was good, but I mean, come on, this movie's way better than that. Full Metal Jacket for one. Way, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Terms of endearment. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Think, human, uh, uh, human centipede. The the Care Bears movie too. I watched that. My son, who's uh, seventeen now, but uh, I think I watched that. He was. I want to say he was fifteen. He's mm-hmm. like. We're on Netflix, and he's like, hey, Dad, look at this horror movie, The Human Centipede. I was like, yeah, let's watch it. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. Watch the second one. I No, I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet. Watch it. Is it good? It's it's everything you wanted no. for the first one. No, just don't listen to Wayne on anything. Don't. Watch okay. it, dude. Watch it. It's, it's the sickest movie you'll ever see. That's the thing. He's not telling you that it's a good movie. It he's is saying, a good movie. I enjoy he's it. He's saying it is fucked up beyond belief. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, I, that is his I, point. I just tried watching Catching Fire, the Hunger Games, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if you tried to watch it. No. Is that, that the first one or the second one? That's the second, second one. one. Uh, actually, the second one I thought looked kind of good. I didn't, I didn't have any interest in the first one. I didn't see it. I was a little disappointed, and I am going to go there with this. Because Jennifer Lawrence didn't pull out her tits? Paul Walker was going to be in the movie. <sighs> Paul Walker? Catching fire. That's fucked up. <laughs> is, that, is that too soon? Oh, my God. Paul Walker is a god. Rest in, pre- in peace, bro. Hey, no. Dude, that was great. Paul Walker. Paul Walker rocked in all the movies I ever watched him in. You know, I feel bad for his family, mm. but it was... Oh, dear that God. was the greatest joke I've I heard would, in a long time, by the way. <laughs> if I had liquor right now, I'd be pouring it out for my homie. Uh, especially to see his face when, when he said that. You know, since but, you know what movie he Paul was Walker. in that really kind of sucked was Timeline. What? It was all right. I don't remember Timeline. It was based. It was one of those based on. What was the guy that, that wrote Michael Crichton? It was okay. a Michael Crichton novel. It, it is widely panned. I saw it. I thought it was okay. It was okay, but I mean, it wasn't like. I don't know. I kind of. I could go leave and make a sandwich and come back and no. Well, look, if we're talking about bad Paul Walker films, you can't uh, skip. What is it? Meet the Deedles? Oh yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck it was. Oh, that oh, was yeah. brutal. But Paul Walker as an actor and everything that he did, you know, I have much respect for Paul Walker. You know, and it is sad what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Well, then it really know. wasn't his fault either. It was the dude driving it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, like <laughs> shit happens. You know, and uh, we uh. Yeah, I like to crack jokes about everything. I'm like, sorry, dude. That just that, that still makes me laugh. Hey, live hard, play hard, die hard. I was singing in a band up oh, here, my local shit. band, when I was singing in it, and we had a people that were lighting fires in the next town over, like lighting apartment buildings on fire, like they were just having a great time and nothing else to do. And um, we literally had a show, and in between, our guitarist had the tune, so I started singing. Twisted Sister, the fire still burns. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I started adding references to Lewis and Maine into it. Oh, oh my God. I was like, ah, screw it. 
I'm like, yeah, why not? You only live one. You know? <laughs> I, unless the Buddha is correct. Uh, yeah, well, okay. yeah, if the Buddha's correct, you know, I do. I, I write some crazy ass stuff. Uh, I write some crazy ass poetry. Uh, I, I mean, I wrote a song about Justin Bieber saying, drop the hammer. It's talking about killing the guy with a hammer to his head. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I played bass uh, briefly, just helping some friends out while they were in, in, in between um, a band called Shotgun Facelift. And they named it. <laughs> That's and a great name. Nobody get offended by this one. And I know it's going to offend the masses now. And I'm not a Nirvana fan. I'm going to say that. Me neither. I think oh, they're okay. I, I think they've got a few really good songs. After Kurt Cobain. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, shotgun facelift. Okay. Shotgun facelift. They, they, hated, they hated Kurt Cobain. And so that's what they came up with. And I took it to a whole new level. I wrote a song talking to Courtney about it. You know, like in the song, me and her talking back and forth about how, you know, she did a great job killing her husband, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yep. You know, I've got stuff to say. I say it, and, you know, uh, I wrote a song, Blood on My Hands. It's all about uh, all these stupid little, I don't know what you call them, uh, Miley Cyrus and all them that uh, do all these loops, and I hate their music. So, you know, Blood on My Hands for beating the crap out of them. Mm. You know, I don't The like Climb's it. a really good song, though. What is? The Climb. It's a, it's a good song. I don't know what that is. Rum knows. Okay. I get, yeah, she probably didn't write that. <laughs> oh, I don't think she writes anything she does. No, I don't. No, she's. I mean, look, I I love Disney, but Disney produces like, like pop music. They they choose these stars and they they get people to write songs for them. Pop isn't really like a I write my own music genre. You you have people that write it. Same thing. You know, a lot of hip hop's the same way. People write it for you. Yeah. Um. They 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 write they match the song to the image you're trying to portray. Correct. Mm. Right. And, other other you know, people definitely write the music for hip hop. Oh yeah, part. yeah, because they know nothing but samples. I don't really have a problem with samples, but you know, uh, it, it to call yourself a producer sounds a little being used so much, and they're calling it their music. Right. Yeah. That's no, what I don't, I don't like. Like we, can, you can actually listen to a song. Go, you know, when you're listening to the radio, it's like, what is it? I know that guitar line. What is that guitar line? And then you recognize the song that it is. And then all of a sudden, other other lyrics come into it. I'm like, this is not right. Yeah, this isn't what happened here. You know, know? uh, sampling is one of those things. You know, uh, I know that we're uh, in Faith Lost Fight. We are going to be doing a few different samples of some different things uh, to throw in, just to add a little bit more. Uh, I know we're bringing in piano. Uh, That's cool. You know, we're going to be doing some different things, and uh, you know, we're punk metal, so we, what? I, yeah, we can actually make up the rules as we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, it's true. We can just be like, "Hey, sounds we need good. a punk metal version of Rock Me Amadeus." Yeah, I would totally do that. I would. So you know, I want to cool. do. I want to do a, a punk metal version of Apple Bottom Jeans. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. Only because you know, I mean, why not? It's it. The song was catchy. Everybody would know it, and you can have. Oh, a I love that song. In it. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we've got a couple of different things that we're working on. We're actually working on some new tunes right now. Uh, we're trying to get them all down, and you know, it's, it's kind of tough. You know, you're trying to get ready to record an album, shoot a video, go on tour, write new songs. Uh, you know, and you're all over the place. But you know, we manage, and you know, we're having fun with it, and 
a lot of people think we practice like three, four days a week, and we don't. We get together for about an hour and a half on a Tuesday night, and uh, we go in, we plug in, we rock out. We're like, all right, let's go shoot some hoops outside, and that's about our band practice right there, you know? Yeah, it's the same for us. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Kind of, you know, you would, you would think so it I, takes I can, a lot of preparation uh, to be this good. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys. Uh, uh, I, I could, as much as you guys are working and everything, uh, you should be uh, having an interview soon on XFM, probably Octane or Liquid Metal, sometime soon. I would hope. Oh, uh, we're so, hoping. Man, that would be awesome. We're working on a few different things right now. I, like, there's a lot of stuff that's in the works that we really can't say a lot about. Um, you know, that's always bad juju when you talk about something that hasn't totally come to fruition sure. yet. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But uh, we do got some cool things going, and, uh, you know, it's just funny because people at the wedding were kind of talking to some of us, and they were like, oh yeah, you know, uh, we're in a room with a bunch of rock stars, and we're like, now nah, we're still four guys from Auburn, Maine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Except so, you, because you're not from Auburn, Maine. Right, well, I'm not. But, you know, <laughs> right, uh, but, you know, I'll make millions. I'll still go to Walmart to save 50 cents. I don't oh, care. Oh, hell yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, I just will never have to work another day in my life, which yeah. I'm looking forward to Which doing. would be but, nice, right? I agree with you. If I was a millionaire, I would still go to Walmart, but not to save 50 cents, just to look at people that are fatter than me and laugh. Oh, dude, I'll tell you what. Walmart up in Maine. I don't know if you guys get it where you are, but what the hell is it with the damn PJ pants? Oh, everywhere, man! It's like a it's a magnet. Walmart is the magnet for the like undressed people. I was like, who taught these people? I mean, I don't know. When I was growing up, if you left the house, you had clothes on, like like real clothes of some sort. Not you don't you don't roll out of bed and go. I'm gonna go to Walmart. Get my slippers on. I'm gonna go get groceries and go (laughs) buy something at Sears. What? That's what they do now. You know, yeah. uh, that's fucking lazy generation. Stuff. It is. It's a total generation thing. You know, I mean, we look at it, you know, I mean, I, I look at some of the clothes some of these little kids are wearing. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah, the dude. same ones that the adults are trying to fit into. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they go, uh, what, does, what does the wife say? She, uh, she works for a department store. I can't mention on air. They're not allowed to do that. But uh, they, uh, the junior section, she's like, yeah, you got the 60-year-old lady that's shopping in the junior section. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, oh my god! You know what, lady? You're 60. You know, buy you know, a cougar's got to buy her camo. That's right. That's the way it goes. Oh man! How else? How else is Lottie gonna find him? Some, you know, there's, there's some. <laughs> Lottie, Lottie don't go up to 60. Running around in jeggings. No, he goes up to 80. Remember? <laughs> and I'm surprised you know jeggings. That that was that was, that was impressive. I'm yeah, not. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure he knows more than that. Yeah, it's, it's, he probably it's a, wears uh, jorts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one the other day. I was like, "What the fuck? What's a what? jort?" I don't even remember what the explanation was, but it's. I a do thing. know what jeggings are. Jeggings are those stretchy pants they were selling on TV. Yeah, they're jeans, but they're leggings. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're jeggings. Yeah, it's amazing how they just mush the word together. Yeah, yeah, like right. Framley. Yeah, Framley's another one. What? Framley, the Framley pan- the plan on TV. Yeah, it's another mushroom. Oh, I did hear that, yeah. I think it should be called Fidiots. You know, like fucking idiots put together. Well, yeah, yeah, we got it. <laughs> we're trying to come up with, with names. I'm having a little boy. Uh huh. We're, we're trying to come up with names. And oh. the first I said, because I play Dean Bases, and I, I, I looked at the wife and I was like, oh, Dean, you know? Yeah, and that's a good name. I'm a, huge punk, I'm a huge punk fan. 
you know, and I was like, Sidious as a middle name. She was like, Sidious? And I was like, Sidious? I'm like, Sid Vicious put together. Yep. That's that's awesome. You know? mm. uh, we haven't decided yet, though. She kind of is like, eh, we'll see. Um, Dean, Dean's an under underrated instrument. They've been around for quite a while. They're they're a good product. Uh, I had a guitarist who used oh. to play uh, Dean guitars. Yep. Love Dean guitars. He had, uh, man, I remember the first uh, first time I ever played with him. He had, uh, well, he was out looking for another guitar, and we went uh, clean across Georgia to this guy's house who he was advertising had this Dean guitar for sale, and it was the Budweiser bow, tar, uh, bow tie guitar. Yep. Man, that sucker. Every time, and he only pulled it out for certain songs. Every time he did, because it said Budweiser, man, it's Georgia. You know, they love their Budweiser oh, in Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, they went crazy for it. But, man, <laughs> but the sound on those guitars, uh, nope, Dean's, Jackson good. guitars. Jackson. Gu- yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I mostly play Dean's, and, uh, you know, uh, there's reasons behind that. Like I said, can't say anything, but uh, <laughs> I love Dean, and uh, they're a great company. Uh, they sound really good, and I usually smash one or hand one out per show. Um, so nice. they, uh, yeah, the last show we just played, uh, we played with a great band out of Connecticut, Graven Image. Uh, check them out; totally phenomenal. And um, there was a little, there was, a, I say, a little boy. You know, here I am. I'm in my forties, so you know, I'm, you know, pretty much little- if you're in your twenties, you're little. But uh, he. Uh, <laughs> He's about 15 years old, all-age show. Uh, he had a brain tumor removed two years ago. Wow. And wow. I just happened to meet his mom. Uh, we were doing a little local metal show, uh, and I just happened to be there, and I was handing out some tickets, and I said, you know, I got up on the mic, and I was like, hey, tell me your story, and I'll give you two tickets to come watch us play with, you know, Graven Image. And uh, I just walked over to this table. These three unassuming ladies were sitting at a table listening to the music, and I, I said, hey, what's your story? And she told me, you know, that's my first time being out in a while. You know, my boy had a brain tumor removed. I was like, oh, dear God. I'm like, here's tickets. I'm like, come, let's have a good time. And we got done playing our set and uh, jumped right out off the stage into the crowd. You know, uh, totally just handed him one of my bases right off stage. And uh, he, he, I talked to him on Facebook a lot. Uh, he's actually coming out on uh, July 12th. Uh, we're back up in Maine playing on tour. And uh, he's coming out July 12th to come hang out with us. Uh, we did a whole bunch of photos with him. Uh, like oh, that's awesome. Just like he's part of the band with us, you know, really cool kid, and uh, you know, much respect for that. Uh, you know, much respect for his family, and uh, we love it. You know, able to give back a little bit of something, and you that's know, like cool. I said, you know, I didn't hurt anybody by smashing a bass this time, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought this was going another way. I thought you were going to say you smashed the kid with the brain tumor in the head with the bass. By accident. <laughs> No, I haven't. We actually played a show where uh, I was up on stage, and this guy, he was rocking out with me on my side of the stage. And he's, like, headbanging, getting into it. His cell phone went off. Like, it must have been on vibrate. He literally, in the middle of our song, pulled it out and started texting. And uh, I'm, like, he's, like, front row, and I'm standing there. You know, the stage is about four feet tall, and I reached out over the monitor and tapped him in the back of the head with my bass. And I was like, I, I just like looked at him and I was like, "Dude, the show's up here." <laughs> Put his phone away and the band was like, "Oh crap, here we go." Yeah, I think I'm gonna fist fight when we get off stage. And he was wicked cool about it, but oh yeah, you know well, I've done you, it. I jumped on the mic. What do you prefer, huh? guitar or bass? Um, actually, I'm really starting to get into the bass. Uh, 
I've played uh, guitar. I'm 41 years old, and I started. I got my my parents bought me my first electric guitar when I was eight. So uh, I've been playing for about 33 years, and wow. uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a Joe Satriani or any of that, you know, by any means. Uh, but uh, I love my guitars. I still play them. The wife loves it when I rock out on guitar in the house. You know, I just sit there and play, and you know, she just loves listening to it. But now that I'm on bass and I'm really getting a little more comfortable and into it. Uh, the bass is awesome. Bass like, is like you're playing a completely different song. Oh, totally. Uh, <laughs> our tones are totally different. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we tune to a D flat, and then we tune to an A. So uh, I get a couple basses I carry with me up on stage, and uh, you know, I just swap them out in between songs. Uh, but uh, you know, the tuning on them is is great, and I love to just do some of the different things and. I had broken my fingers, and you, you can't really see it. Well, you can kind of see the two on the end, the pinky and stuff. They're kind yeah. of bent. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I broke them on uh, May 10th, right before a show. Ah. And uh, I, I had to, like, rewrite a lot of the bass lines uh, to go basic and stuff uh, because I couldn't play them because I usually use my fingers when I play the bass. And kind of threw a monkey wrench into our shows the past few uh few weeks but uh, we made it through and now they're undone i'm trying to get them a little loosened up and back into it for the tour and we're gonna have a good time with it and, but the bass ultimately is is turning into one of my favorite instruments to play that's awesome. i used to i used to play hamer basses yeah um, and um my i think my favorite bass was uh, i had a tobias bass and i love tobias basses it was just it was a good well balanced it, it was probably the most expensive bass i ever bought i'm sure it was but um, the 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 wood on that thing was amazing, and it, it you know, I didn't I only played four That's what strings. What you said about me, right? You know, <laughs> I play a four string. Yeah, uh, the guys I know, a couple of the guys I knew around here were like, well, I, you know, they have they do a lot of six string stuff, and yeah. You know, Fuck that I'm, dude. That's like a that's like a fucking piece of plywood with some strings. It is, on especially that, dude. when on a base, man. You it's you're ridiculous. talking like elef- like 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 cable. You're not talking yeah. strings anymore. You know, no. you get to that lowest string, it's like you could fucking pull in a great white with that shit. <laughs> well, and, and that, and, you know, that's the thing. Uh, I, I have my four string bases, but I actually string them with a uh, heavy core five string pack. Okay. Uh, and I get rid of my thinnest string out of the pack. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. don't want that crap. Uh, gives it a little more, you know, beefier sound. And, uh, you know, I, and, you know, shout out to heavy, to, you know, heavy cores. I love the strings. They're great strings. I, I, I gotta love them. Um, you know, uh, they uh, have done me right uh, at every show. I've never had a problem with them. And uh, they, by changing that up, even on six string, if I'm playing a six string, a lot of times I'll actually buy uh, an eight string pack um, and string my six string out of the eight string pack and get rid of two strings out of it. Uh, just to get a well, If you keep all the strings and you could string a smaller bass. That's right. You probably could. <laughs> The last time I played, uh, well, not the last time, but one of the last times I played at a big, a bigger show with uh, bass. Uh, the uh, uh, have you ever had any bass accidents? Because I had uh, the string snapped at the bridge. Oh, and it came up and hit my guitarist across the throat, and he was in the emergency room. Uh, completely slit his throat. He had like, like I don't know how many stitches across his throat. He looked like Frankenstein for like four months. Hold up, hold up, everybody. Let's let's take a moment and 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 be shocked that Rum had an accident. 
But I mean, uh, it was really wasn't my accident. It was his. I mean, his injury. I guess my accident, his injury. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was a bad shit. But I got to give it to Rick. He he finished the set with just. It looked like a guar, like a guar thing. Just blood coming down his throat. He's holding his chin to his chest, trying to. He's you know because you don't know how deep that cut is. Every time he picked his head up, blood was just running down his front. Oh my god! I, I thought I completely decapitated the dude that was just hanging out. Oh, yeah. Because no, uh, most, most of my accidents happen to me uh, every time before I go on to a show. If the wife can't be there, or, you know, if she's at a show before I go on stage, she always tells me the same thing: "I'll take you to the hospital, but I won't stay with you." Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I love her to death, and we have a great relationship. But uh, when I was singing, I decided to jump off of a ten-foot platform, jump up into the air, thinking, "Hey, you know, look at me! I can fly." And uh, I came down and landed on my heel. And, Ooh, uh, nice. yeah, fractured my heel, and uh, it was halfway through our first song. And, no. Uh, no, not fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, yeah, we usually, the way we put it is if uh, we don't come up limping, then uh, it wasn't really a good show, you know. You That's yeah. what priests say. <laughs> We're pretty wild. Uh, hey, I'm back in the old school days. you got to put on a show. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Exactly. The worst they thing that's ever happened on, to me. I, I, they want to see you put on a show. They want good music, and they want to see a show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Some energy on stage, for sure. Yeah. yeah, the worst things that ever happened to me on stage is I got, I got hit in the face with a guitar stack before. I said I, I was sorry. Oh, yeah, I got, you know, that constantly. Guitar players are swinging the guitars around. I'm jumping like a retard, and I got hit in the head. <laughs> um, <laughs> I fell off the stage he two or three times because I was completely loaded. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I, loaded. I punched my bass player in the face once on stage, not on purpose. He was jumping off the stage, and I was coming up at the same time, and I was swinging, and I hit him right and in the face. And he yelled, Hadouken! Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's what it looked like. I hit him right in the fucking face, dude. To Sarkandaroga! And it was like his nose exploded. <laughs> All over the place. On a show, when you put on a show and you're getting into it and you're up there and you're believing the music and you're, you're, you're just into it and you're being true to the music because you're being true to yourself, shit happens. You're going to oh, yeah. run into each other. It's great when the camera guys come up on stage. <laughs> you know, you try to warn them ahead of time. Like, right. you, know, you know, you might want to sign a waiver because uh, I don't stand still, dude. And I'll, I'll knock you over. I knock over mic stands all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't even give a fuck. It is Who's mic stands? On the drum kit. Oh, I've never done that. I I've, tried yeah, that, that was a bad one. I fell into it. Well, I've, <laughs> you, you've had those shows where people in the audience just keep bringing you up drinks. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've had you know, people hand me you, bottles. After a while, you know, you're like, you make you make the first you make the first mistake in, in the evening, going, you know, uh, you know, can someone get me a drink? Boom. That's the, that's the big mistake because yeah. if you're if you're if they're having a great great time, everybody starts bringing you up drinks. I had like fucking 15 cups at my feet, just full of drinks people brought up. And then people were handing you shots. I'm like, that was last night at his house. You're you're into the music. (laughs) And that was, you know, it was a long set. And you're you're drinking, your your throat's dry, and you just keep drinking more. And I I did what I thought. I did something freaking amazing. I thought I was doing some Cirque du Soleil shit up in the air, (laughs) you know? I don't know. I ended up coming smack down right on top of Brad's kit. I could. <laughs> I, you know, I thought he was talking about sex with his wife up until Brad came into the story. Hey, it might yeah, still be. Right. You never know, dude. <laughs> it, 
and the guys didn't know what else to do. Brad's standing there. He's like shocked, pissed, and I, he didn't know what to do. So uh, 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 the guitarist just started playing stuff like uh, like little snippets, like dun da 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 dun, you know, just weird <laughs> shit. Like, what do you do? You know, be, try to pick up the kit, dude. Dude, when, when the the I think it was the first time Rum ever met me. Like in person, like when we met in person, when when it's we played, birthday, yeah, it was the birthday show that I played. He pulled out his balls. We had we had an hour set, right? That's all we had. We had an hour set. The band was yeah. playing. We're, we're we're doing a show for my birthday, and uh, we headlined. So we're playing, and I'm fucking hammered, dude. By that time, by the time I got on stage, I didn't even know who I was. So we're up there, and the whole band is drunk. So it's really bad when the whole band's drunk because the hour set turned into three hours because we sat up there and ran our mouths for God knows how long. I fell off the stage three times. Um, I was get, just trying to get up. Yeah, it, it, it was yeah, good so. stuff. It was good stuff. I just want to thank you guys for coming to my birthday party, especially for Scott Rob. <laughs> I love Rob. I, lo- I know we just met, man, but I just feel like we're family and I can just jerk you off. And I just, man, I love you. I never once said I was going to jerk him off. <laughs> he just did it. I just did it. I didn't warn him. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I ran out of water at the last show because I, I started drinking a little bit more water on stage, you know. Yeah. And I ran out of water. And I held my cup up one song ago, and someone brought me a beer. I was like on the mic. I'm like, "Hey, can I, someone grab me some water. I'm dying up here." They brought me a beer. I was like, "That'll work." I'm like, "I'll, I'll, I'll take it." <laughs> you like, know, that's not water, but fuck it. Fuck it. We'll take it. You know. Uh, no, we have a good time when we play. You got to have a good time. You know, shit happens. You know, you're gonna have your little accidents. Uh, I missed it. Uh, I guess at the show, our last show, lead singer decided on the cordless. He went and sat next to my wife down there at a table. Uh, you know, I mean, she's seven months pregnant, so you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's not she's not up moshing in the pit or anything. Um, but uh, he went and sat down next to her and just was singing a song with his feet kicked up on a table in a chair, having a good time with it. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, that's what it's all about. We're out there having fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you don't, then it's not worth it anymore. No. It, make, it makes getting up the next day even better. Even though you're hurting like a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much you are. You know, you're all you're all gimping up, and you know, you're like, okay, that was a good show. I'm you know, I'm pretty sore. I can barely get out of bed. You're cracking and creaking when you get out of bed, and then you know, you hear all the stories of what happened that night, and you're like, wow, where the hell was I? You yes. know, like, <laughs> what show are you at, dude? Because I don't remember this. You know, and then they start showing you footage, and you're like, oh crap, really? You know, uh, I guess some kid tried to talk to me at our last show. Uh, I was like about 15 minutes before we go on. I get I'm very superstitious, like very, you know, uh, the number 13 is my number. I love it. You know, Friday the 13th is my lucky day, but I get I get super superstitious at a show. And I was trying to get in the mindset to be, you know, all psychotic and crazy up on stage, you know, put the alter ego on and. This kid, I guess, came up to talk to me, and I turned around and looked at him, and I was like, yeah? And I guess the look on my face was, like, freaking him out, and he was like, oh, crap, like, I just pissed this dude off, and I talked to him after the show, I'm like, dude, you didn't piss me off. I'm like, I'm in this mindset of, I'm going to go kill things, 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I turn around, I get like this 10 year old kid looking at me and I'm like, yeah, you know, sorry, dude, you know, uh, let me go smoke right. now and, you know, chill out. And, uh, that's the other thing the band had to get used to, you know, they come off stage and, you know, uh, my first show with them, uh, they all get off stage and people are trying to get them to sign stuff and they're like, oh, we'll meet you at the table. Grab Paul. I'm on my way out the door to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, they can wait. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, this is my, you know, I'm superstitious. I have to do things. And when I come off stage, it's go smoke a cigarette outside. It's your victory dance. You right. know, you go out, you smoke the butt. I'll come in. I'll do whatever anybody. I'll take all the photos. I'll, I'll sign whatever they want and, you know, have great conversations with the fans. And I love it. But I need to go off stage and smoke a butt. I have to. Yeah, you got to head a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, you do. You run around for 45 minutes to an hour acting all crazy, and uh, people think you're going to walk off stage and be, you know, in a normal mindset, you know. <laughs> yeah, No, not at all. I, uh, You know, I'm all hyped up on, you know, the rush that you get from playing. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know? yeah and we yeah. all know it. You you get this rush up there, whether there's, you know, Bob and his moose are the ones watching you play the show, or, uh, you know, you get 2,000 people. Right, right. yeah, you got to at least take a few minutes for yourself to just kind of come off that just high. like just like any athlete i mean you, you after you run laps you just don't stop you kind right. of rock walk run until you cool down a little bit yeah yeah well, people say it about athletes all the time these football players oh they play the football game they go running back into the tunnel yeah well the dude was just out there for you know two hours you know wearing all these pads and you know well, if they're playing your way in the heat yeah. you know and uh you know give the guy a break let him go take a shower you know let them, let them cool down. It'll you know? be a I completely mean, different person once you get them out. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny. You know, uh, we get, you know, I get questioned all the time about, you know, oh, what about your personal life? You know, you know, I don't say too much about it. You know, uh, you know, that's my personal life. I got my music life, you know, with the band. And, you know, that's the outgoing personality. You know, I have fun at home. Uh, you know, I have a blast. Gabrielle's five and a half year old. I got to say five and a half because if I say five, she corrects me. It's five and a half. <laughs> Because uh, I, I've never, I never knew this, but um, we grew up in a time when we're stupid. Because this kid actually knows so much more than I do. Oh God, life. yeah, dude. Kids these oh. days, dude, they know so much more. Oh, it freaks me out. Like you know, I'm over here. You know, I'll go and have sword fights with her. You know, and she's like beating the tar out of me with a with a you know foam sword. And you know, uh, I have a granddaughter, and uh, you know, playing with her. You know, having grass fights, rolling down a hill. I'll be skipping through the parking lot, holding the hands with the little kids. You know, with my kids. You know, and I'm skipping through. It. I'm all tattooed up, mohawk. I look all mean, and you know, I'm skipping through a parking lot. And you know, uh, it, it's pretty funny. You know, uh, my 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 home life. You know, I like to have a good time, but that you know, it's it's the personal thing. Uh, and uh, you know, we I try to keep it down to a minimum of what gets said, and you know what I do about that, and. Sure. You know, even today we had someone at the wedding literally looked at at me and Gabrielle and was like, "I could picture the two of you together." Um, <laughs> like, no, my wife, she's hot. Ooh. I'm not even kidding. No, I'm dead serious. Like, you know, drop dead gorgeous, and here I am, a freak. You know, so yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's the beauty and the beast syndrome, man. It totally is. You know, uh, I'm the one who got lucky on that one. You know. She actually just got home. She went and got, uh, I think it was what, spinach pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, awesome. yeah, we're going to rock out spinach pizza tonight. And, and she knows how to cook pizza. Well, that's good. That's good. That's awesome. Can she yeah. hear this? 
The what? Can she hear us? You can hear us, right? Oh, yeah, she can hear us. He was totally dogging you out. He's just saying you're pretty because... <laughs> Oh my God! Really? That's funny. They can actually see. They can see you and not and and know. I've been through a wind tunnel. Yeah. And I just have to mention my grandfather. I don't know if he still has fucking teeth. This 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 is the the beautiful lady right here. Hey, how you doing? This is Gabrielle. You're way prettier than he was telling us. Yeah, way. <laughs> I told you. I told you. He was like, he was like, have you seen a rhinoceros? <laughs> <laughs> he's full. Of, he is, he's, he's so they, full of shit. Adam he didn't is so say trying that. to get you in trouble right now. It's funny. I, I do totally. I, I know you are. You know, it's all good. It's all good. You know, uh, yeah. At the wedding today, someone made a comment about it, and uh, it's just fun. Uh, you know, and then the five, you know, the five and a half year old just had a blast. It was the first wedding she's ever been to. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, and, and she was bummed out because they actually forgot to do the toast. <laughs> but, but she got cake. Well, so, that, that's a plus. So yeah. you, you know she's yours then. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with the cake. Uh, we were talking about the cake thing and how you didn't believe me with how I ate cake and barbecue yeah. chips. And it was great when she first saw me do it. <laughs> It's like, oh my god. You know, a lot of guys have made that statement about their significant other. It's usually not in that context though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been yeah, it's been a it's been a fun one. I'm telling you. You know, uh No, it's been good. Uh you know, she puts up with a lot of crap with music and uh yeah, you put up with a lot of crap. What do you call it? I told him what you called it. What, that it's more drama than high school cheerleading squad? Yep, there it is. Yep, yep. That's exactly what he, she said. I mean, he said, you're not a she. That's what she calls it. And, uh, and you I know. was on a college dance team, so I know drama. And this, like, <laughs> thing we ever dealt with, like, to shame. Like, <laughs> it's anything, anything dealing with music and bands is all drama. <laughs> yes, what, I what, agree. what you're saying is metal is a bunch of girls. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what? I mean, there are some really good bands out there. But you look at some of the stuff. You know, um, what is it? The Mayhem Fest that's going on. Yeah, mm. yeah. People are like dogging this thing. You know, oh, Avenged Sevenfold and asking Alexandria. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> because you guys are talentless hacks that you couldn't make it to get up onto that level. You know, uh, bash away at the big bands. You know what? Uh, Avenged Sevenfold rocking it out. Uh, yeah, they're you good bands. I, I can't stand Avengers. Yeah, Sevenfold. yeah, dude. Body count, man. Body, body counts. count. I don't I like it. I don't like Avengers Unfold either. No, I mean Avengers. No, but you got to give you got to give props. Yeah, props. they work their work their ass off to get to where they're at. Yeah, I give them credit for that. Well, except that you, you were talking shit about Nickelback a little while ago, man. Where where is it now, man? You know what? Nickelback is the band that plays. Literally the same crap in every song, and it is so annoying. So so annoying. Uh, Nobody says that about Rage, but all Rage does is the same fucking three songs. I do. Well, I I can't stand Rage Against the Machine. (laughs) Uh, some of the tunes aren't that bad. Like I really yeah, like the, their the first three, record. The three songs that they they wrote originally are pretty good. Yeah, their first. It's the other awesome. thirty that sound just like those three songs. That, that suck. <laughs> well, what I like about Event Sevenfold is um, they uh, they're pretty. They compose the music well. 
Yeah. You know what? They they put it together well. They build know. a song. They know how to build a song. Right. Oh. Right. I, I could. I'm not. I'm not really keen on the lead singer's vocals. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tell. That dude sounds like James Hetfield on helium. <laughs> you, you can no. really hear a Metallica influence in their music. Yeah, you can. You no, really, really can, well, especially on their new album. Though. Come on, let's throw it out there. You got. You got to tell me. Post Cliff, you know, uh, Cliff Burton Metallica. The only Metallica that's ever out there is is Cliff Burton Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Jason Newstead to death, but James and Lars really screwed him over on the album oh, by yeah. pulling the bass lines out. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't like new Metallica. No, no, I don't. I'm not I don't think anybody does guy. really, honestly, except for no. people, except for people who just, you know, just kind of kind of for them. me with the Black album. Yep, that's where it croaked with me. Uh, As has been said many, many, Justice many, many times. Justice for all. Justice is the last good album they put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some, they had some good tunes, you know, on that. Uh, but without Cliff, you know, man, you know, not the mm. same. But Jason Newstead, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, Jason Newstead. In Blossom and Jetsam, amazing bass player. Oh yeah, Loved him. yeah. Uh, he's he's the man. You know the guy. The guy shreds, and uh, you know uh, I I think Lars is the downfall of the band. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. he's he's he seems to be he has turned into the 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 head of the drama. He's the asshole. That, right. He, I mean, uh, he. Well, I'll give I'll give Lars this though. Uh, out of everybody finger? in that band, he invested the best. Hmm. The money that he's made in Metallica? Oh, totally. Well, let me just say this. Lars Ulrich is the Lars Ulrich of music. He is. He really is. <laughs> I, mean, I agree. He, he's one of the only guys I know in any type of like music that I can think of off the top of my head that has purchased and invested in artwork, like masterpiece artwork, like Degas and, and, and stuff like that, that he actually has commissioned to museums that pay him money. So you're uh, saying right. he's gay? No, he's just he is very smart when it, and savvy when it comes to business. But I think the problem with Lars is he he's too smart for his own damn good. He forgot to have fun with it. Right. I, I don't know. Anytime you hear someone say this person's too smart for their own good, that person is always a douchebag. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he turned into true. that. Nobody's uh, nobody's saying Neil deGrasse Tyson is too smart for his own good. No, he's just like that dude's really smart. Elon Elon Musk is really smart. Nobody's like, well, you know, he's just he's so smart. People say shit like that about Barack Obama. They're like, well, the thing is, yeah, he fucks up a lot, but because was, he's so smart, he's too smart for the room. Is the thing. <laughs> like nobody says that about actual smart people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. About Axel Rose. Oh yeah, well he he was smart and then he got stupid. You mean the greatest vocalist of all time, Axl Rose? Please, <laughs> please. You know I got I got to say I I I still got all my when it comes to Metallica and Guns and Roses. I still I have I was one of those guys that followed that concert tour, Metallica GNR tour. Right. Yeah. And I I've got the jacket with every patch from every fucking location that they played and everything. I I've still got it mm. hanging in the closet. But, he rubs it at uh, night when he's jerking off. <laughs> right. But the uh, mm, when it came, it came to watching Guns N' Roses play, uh, that tour really, it started off so good, and I don't know what the hell happened, but it just fell away. And ever since that, for me, that was pretty much done. Well, the, then, look, every, no matter what anyone says, every band has their peak. Every band. and And to be honest with you, if you think about it, your favorite band when you were 15, 
the first or the second album that you heard from them was in your mind their greatest and they never got better and it's it's just like that with everything every band has their peak you know the the look the beatles didn't go on forever right what's you what's, what's your what's uh, what's your most uh, if you're to listen to one band if you had to pick one band man what would it be motley crew motley nice. crew mm. Motley Crue. Uh, I love I love Motley Crue, uh, and uh, you know I, I understand why they're getting done, and you know everyone's like, oh, they'll be back out. Well, you know everyone knows Mick is really sick. Everyone right. knows that the guy's been sick forever, and he, he still goes he's out. That way. He's a monster. The guy's a monster on guitar, and, and I love it. Uh, Nikki, you can tell it's coming. You know the whole six a.m. thing. A lot of focus going over to six a.m. and his radio show. Sure. Uh, you see the writing on the wall. Uh, Tommy with his whole—I don't even know what Tommy's doing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Crazy beats and all Fucking that. Thirteen-year-olds. But when the band's together <laughs> and they're jamming, uh, I, I I love Motley Crue. Uh, I ever first album all the way through. You know, uh, I, the only album I really didn't like was when they had uh, Kodabi. You know, and uh, I, I really didn't care for that album uh, yeah. whatsoever. Dude, I, know, I, I think dead. the last thing I've heard by them was Doctor Feelgood. No, oh. they did that. What was it? Something, something, pig, something pigs. Like yeah. I'm, ser- I'm serious, man. That was the that was the last album I ever. Yeah. Generation Swine was Generation a good album. Swine. Yeah. Generation Swine was a good album. Uh, Saints of Los Angeles, good album. You know, uh, it's Motley. It's it's Motley Crew, and and they do the same thing. And I know, you know, they're. They're ripping out the solos, and Vince Neil's hitting the high notes, and you know Nicky's bumbling around on his bass, and you know uh, Tommy's not spinning in drum sets anymore. But you know uh, they're just classic Motley Crew, and uh, you know it's sad to see them, you know, retiring. You know, I know Vince will probably carry on singing in his other band that he's got there too, and you know, I mean they're still going to be around, but uh, probably my all-time favorite band, like hands down, Motley Crew. Yeah, you know yeah. they got me through some times, man. I mean, they wrote some really good songs. You know, uh, go back. Theater of Pain album was absolutely amazing. Uh, their their cover of uh, yeah just went right out of my head. Off first <laughs> album, don't you love that shit? <laughs> You're like, yeah, uh, I love this. Oh man, yeah. Beatles but, uh, song. Oh, Helter Skelter. Helter yes, Skelter. Yes, yeah, they yes. did that. The cover of Helter Skelter was absolutely amazing. You know. Uh, but then, you know, you got other bands out there, too. I'm an 80s generation guy, though. You know, I, I love my Twisted Sister, you know, nice. uh, Quiet Riot, you know, God bless Kevin Debro, you know, may you rest in peace, you know. Uh, Saddest concert I ever went to was Quiet Riot. Really? Because <laughs> no one showed up but Rome. Pretty much. It the lead singer was crying on stage. <laughs> I got, I went, yeah, it was $5 for a ticket to see Quiet Riot. I'm like, fucking A, man, I'm going to go see Quiet Riot. I get there. There's 22 people. I counted. Damn, dude, that's sad. That that's bad because I just the last time I saw Quiet Right, this was a while ago. This was quite a few years ago. Uh, they were in Augusta, Maine, with uh, oh my goodness, uh, Cinderella, Firehouse, Rat, and it was the uh, Rock Never Stops uh, yeah. tour that they were doing. Was and, it was uh, it sponsored by like Geritol? Yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, Tom Keeper ripped it up in Cinderella, though. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, Cinderella put on a good show in the day. I hadn't seen him since, God, it must have been like 95, 94. Yeah, since the Crystal Slipper. <sighs> I'll tell you what. 
they they did. They put on they put on a, a hell of a show, uh, you know. And I got to actually talk to Kevin DeBro outside. Um, this was a couple of years before he died, and uh, he was just chilling out outside. People are walking right by him, had no idea who he was, you know. <laughs> and uh, I walked up and I was like, "Hey, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. You know, your music is I love the music and his solo stuff that he did was kind of bluesy, you know." Yeah. And um, I totally loved it. And, you know, we, we had this long conversation about, you know, the new music and uh, all that good stuff. And what a great guy. You know, awesome. it's a lot of music, you know. It's, it's, it's really a cool thing when you can actually talk with someone you've listened to. You know what I'm saying? You, you meet yeah. that person. It's a very cool, cool moment. Well, what's, yeah. the, what's the one band y'all would listen to? Uh, me, personally, be Iron Maiden. Mm. Ah. Like I, dude, that's probably one of the greatest concerts I ever saw in my life as a kid. My dad took me to go see the Seventh Sun tour, and I think I was like eleven or twelve, and I was just like, "Holy shit, this is the greatest thing ever!" So yeah, I, I could I could probably listen to Maiden for the rest of my life and not listen to anything else. What about you? Wow. What about you, Rom? Me? Uh, it's a it's a toss up. I know this is. Complete. No, no toss-up. It's got to be one or the other. I know. It's tough. Oh, you know, you know, toss-up. No. You, you know my band. It's just because of... Rob <laughs> would listen to his own band for the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, I would listen to my own band all the time. No, I... And I know this is weird. This is uh, because I, I love so many different uh, forms of, of rock and metal music, but uh, I am such a huge Typo Negative fan. Yeah, that's true. Typo, yeah. Typo, that, that was... You know, I mean, I, I, I met those guys I, countless times, uh, followed the band. Uh, I just, I always dug the music. Uh, when uh, when Steele was in uh, uh, Cannibal and when he was in Typo, I mean, two different things, but man, they, it, was, it was good. It yeah. was just good music. Uh, the other one would have been uh, Judas Priest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's the one I thought you were going to pick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Priest- you, Adam? Nickelback? Let's see. Seriously. Let's see, like, um, if, you, if you had to pick anybody. Doesn't matter who. Uh, Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Come on, Peter Cetera. That's right. <laughs> one, of the greatest, one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Chicago with Peter Cetera, though. Not yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't there an Asian guy now? <laughs> like, no, no, that's in Journey. Oh, Journey. Oh. He's Filipino. Journey. Yeah. Journey. <laughs> Journey's probably up there too. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have like a favorite band right now, though. I have a lot of like artists that I go nuts for, but there's no, there's nobody that I think. Let me go put that on right now. Still, I'm so fucking heavy into Avatar right now. The the movie, not the, not the freaking movie. No, the band, the band. The, band. the, the uh, Hail the Apocalypse and. Man, it's them and freaking Devil Driver. Yeah, I, uh, Devil Driver. I'm a, that's what I call my dick. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big Kill Switch Engage guy. Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You guys, you guys uh, remember ever? Uh, I don't know. I'm old, so uh, Hellstar. 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 Wasn't that a cartoon? The Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> no, Hellstar. They're out of Texas. Uh, you know, James uh, Rivera was the singer of uh, Hellstar. They're still out there. Uh, they're from the 80s, you know. Um, they were ripping up metal tunes, you know, long before a lot of these other bands were doing it. 
and you mentioned Judas Priest, but nobody yeah. mentioned Dio. Oh, and, yeah, Dio. Uh, but James does this. His voice is really amazing. He actually has a tribute band that's called <clears throat> Sabbath Judas Sabbath, and it's the Dio days and things oh, like wow. that. And, uh, yeah, they're actually going to be coming to Maine in September, uh, September 13th, um, and going to rock it out for everybody. And it's, and it's just Black Sabbath and Judas Priest, and that's it. That's, that's awesome. Point. I, I saw, the only time I saw Sabbath, everybody else has seen him with Ozzy, the only time I saw Sabbath was when Dio was singing with him. Oh, man, that would have been, I would have, yeah, that. That Dio was the was, uh, Southern Cross tour, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you saw him. Man, like that was that, he did a great job. Oh yeah, but you mentioned Judas Priest and you mentioned Iron Maiden. I'm yeah. telling you, the guys that we rocked out with Graven Image, check them out. Uh, their singer, right there with them, with 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 uh, Halford and all that. It, I'll his have voice, to check that his out. vocal range is is amazing. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, definitely Graven Image. They're out of Waterbury, Connecticut. Nice, uh, phenomenal band. Nice. You know, awesome, great awesome. guys. You know, I like to throw props out to where props are due. You know, uh, and uh, they are great. And we got we got a chance to play with them, uh, and we kind of did the whole main metal, Connecticut metal thing going on. You know, who's going to win the battle? <laughs> uh, both went up there and poured our you know poured our hearts out onto the stage. And now both of us are actually going to Staten Island. We play on Friday the twenty second. They play on Saturday the twenty third. So that's kind of like round two. And then in October, they're actually coming back to Maine uh, and bringing another band from down there, Enchanter, up with them, kind of round three. And then we're heading down their way, and we're going to rock out some tunes down there with them. And, you know, we kind of got, they're great guys, and and there's much love and respect between the two bands. Uh, But uh, we like to have this little bit, you know, people people love that when the bands start, like, niching on each other a little bit. Sure. uh, you know, we get it going, and it hypes up the show. People are like, oh, my God, i got to go see this, you know, because you know we're going to pour everything out that we have. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's one other band I hear it's they're, they're amazing, and everybody should probably listen to. It's uh, called Fate's Last Fight. I think they should listen to Fate's Last <laughs> yeah. Fight. Yes, I, I've, I've heard good things about them. In fact, Paul. <laughs> no. I Did everyone miss that he said the name wrong? <laughs> what? What? Name wrong? He didn't no, say I it didn't. wrong. He said, Fate's Last Fight? Hey, you said flight. I'm up in Maine. I got that stupid <laughs> Maine hillbilly accent. No, 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 no. Not you, Rum. Rum I said it wrong. Did you? No, he said Fate's Last Fight. He said flight. Oh, he <laughs> did? I didn't yeah. notice that. No, I said Fate's Last Fight. Uh-huh. Whatever. Everybody knows what band it is. <laughs> in fact, hey, Paul, we're, we're getting into like almost two hours, man. Uh, would you want to yeah. Would you want to plug... Uh, some stuff like Wayne. your websites and not me. Oh, totally. You know, hit us up on Facebook. You know, we're all over Facebook. Just type in in the search bar, Faith Last Fight. You can't miss it. Uh, we pop right up. You'll see the picture of us. Uh, we're at, uh, yeah, the picture that pops us is us tearing it up uh, out at the May 10th uh, Wyndham Tattoo Show that we, that we played uh, up on the stage. I'm actually up on the Ego Box, rocking out on bass. Uh, so you can't miss us. You know, we're on Reverb Nation under Faith Last Fight. We're actually building the website right now. Awesome. You know, check us out. You know, look me up. You know, uh, you'll see us on there. Hit us up. You yeah, know, we're check, great guys. We'll talk to you. Check hey. our uh, website uh, in the next couple weeks because I'll have all that information on our website as well as on the link to this show. So, and yeah, speak, and speaking. Any, anytime you guys want to do it and you want to get the whole band involved, let's, yes. you know, 
we'll work it out. We'll all jump on, and then you're Very really cool. craziness. We have a ginger <laughs> in the band, and you know, we'd love to, man. What are you gonna say? Yeah. And speaking of bands, in the next couple of weeks. Make sure if you're in or around the city of New Orleans That's right. to show up on July 11th at 9 p.m. at the Twist of Lime for uh, the M Hawk Presents. I don't remember the name of the band, so I'm going to let... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Wreckage Revival is going to be headlining the show. We got uh, Dry Sock and our buddies from fucking uh, Homa. And... Um, Battling Delirium is also going to be playing as well, so it's going to be. That's a exactly really what good. I was just going to say. I, I was know, like, right? so it's going to be. A really it's like you took the words right out of my mouth. But uh, I would love one day to get Fate's Last Fight on one of the M Hog shows. Have oh, you guys maybe, come? Maybe the one come up down. here in Georgia. Yeah, maybe if we if you come down to Georgia in that area, let us know. We'll hook up a show out there for you. Yeah, we'll do a couple of shows. We'll head down your way. We'll jam something out with you guys. That would you know, be give me some dates, and uh, we'll figure it out. That we'll would be awesome. There. Actually, we'll towards the end of the year, we can't talk about it, but we do have something big coming up in Georgia. Yeah, maybe maybe hey, thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, we got we got some big stuff coming along that we can't really talk about. You know, like I said, uh, starting. Hey, don't be a one upper. With uh, losing September, uh, we come home. Like I said, taking the hiatus for the baby coming for a couple weeks. Right. We hit Staten Island uh, to play the Northeast Music Fest, and then we're, we're direct support for Saving Abel. Um, so you never know. We're, we're on our way. So That's uh, fucking awesome. We'll, we'll keep in touch, and we'll talk about a few things, and we'll get down that way, and we'll rock out one of your shows with you. We'll put on a good show for all you Southern boys. Well, that's what I'm talking that's about, such, man. That's, that's what awesome. I'm talking about. Well, dude, Paul, thanks for coming on, man. And, and Tell your My missus point. thanks for popping in, too. Oh, Save yeah. me some pizza. Oh, totally. You guys want to come up for some pizza? We'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll be up there in a couple hours. Pizza and pierogies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you guys can get up to Maine, though, we'll totally have some lobsters, all right? Oh, that'd be awesome, oh, dude. Nice. That's awesome. I don't want to eat them. I just want to watch them fight. <laughs> fight. Lobster Flight Club. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I, w- I was your host, Wayne. Yes, you were. Who were you? Uh Some guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the rum guy. Yeah, and he's the rum guy. And... Uh, Mr. Paul Engelhart of Fate slash Flight. It's not Flight. <laughs> it's Fight. <laughs> Thanks again, Paul. Joking. And, uh, I knew. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it metal. Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>